The Flicks Book Club. The Flicks Book Club. Yeah, I'm not doing this. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Flicks Book Club. I'm Dennis Rooney. I'm Steve McDonald. And we're joined this week with a very special guest, a good friend of mine, a very funny stand-up comedian. He's going to be filling in today for Casey Aurora. Give it up, everybody, for the very funny Scott Shandlinger, everybody. Say hello, Scott. Hello. Thank you. Thanks for being on the uh, podcast. Me, yeah, man. Um, today we're going to be talking about uh, Enemy at the Gates. Before we get into that, make sure you check out the website, flixbookclub.com. Get at us on Twitter, at flixbookclub. Uh, so, yeah, we watched Enemy at the Gates this week. That was my pick, Dennis's pick. It's a 2001 movie that talks about the uh, battle of wits between two snipers on opposing sides. You got Vasily for the Russians and... Uh, what was this guy's name? Oh, man, what was his name? Erwin? No, Koenig. Koenig? Yeah, 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 what was his first Erwin name? It might have been Erwin. It been Ar- Koenig. Played no, it by is. A, I'm looking at it. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> he's, a, he's a Nazi sniper, and uh, he's been... Koenig has been ordered in to Stalingrad. The bottle, Battle of Stalingrad is going on, and he's uh, been ordered in to take out Vasily, who is just taking apart the Nazi troops, picking them off with crazy numbers, while also being a uh, an icon for... Um, what do they call that? What is it? Propaganda. Propaganda. And uh, yeah, it's a long movie for a simple story. <laughs> um, I picked this movie yeah, because a lot of people have told me to watch this. Also, it's a movie I heard about. I remember hearing about this movie like 15 years ago. And yeah, this movie is like 15 yeah. years old now. Um, so yeah, that's why I picked it. I'm going to give it a reluctant stream it because it's a great movie. I have a lot of problems with it that we'll get into. Uh, but it's not crazy long. It's two hours and ten minutes long. It's not super. You know, you could you could watch it. It's worth a watch. I think it's it's a pretty good movie. What do you think, Stephen? Um, <sighs> it's a tough one. I know. I'm gonna I'm gonna give this a begrudging stream. It. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I. <clears throat> the reason I'm gonna give it a stream it is because there are very few World War II movies from the Russian perspective. Yeah, that's a great point. Um but I it's it's a pretty good movie. I think it's about like 20 minutes too long. Mm. Um I think I got other opinions that we'll get into. All right. Uh but I'm going to give it a begrudging stream it. If you like World War II movies, like if I was talking to a friend with kind of our like mentality of like would I recommend this to a friend? Yeah. If I knew that friend liked war movies, right. I would recommend if this. If you have to an them. interest in some of the stuff that's going on in here, it's probably worth a watch. Yes. But if you don't like war movies, this isn't going to be the one you to don't change your like, mind. Yeah, if you don't like war movies, like if you're like, I love romantic comedies, I'm not going to recommend this movie, which is why it's very much like a begrudging stream it. Fair enough. And to our guest for the week, Scott. I'm the guest. Uh, I'm going to go with Don't Stream It. Don't Stream It? I'm going to go with Don't Stream <laughs> there It. There we go. <laughs> nah. I'm going to go with Don't. Uh, unless, unless you're going to say you're a big World War II film buff person, then you can stream. But I'm not assuming most people are that. So I'm going to have As to assume casual, most people are human beings. Yeah. 
that aren't unless, obsessed with their World War II films. Unless you're talking to somebody who is over the age of sixty. Yeah. yeah. Because every because every Netflix man because every like man at the age of sixty, just like on his birthday, is dons the, a cap of loving World War Two <laughs> and reads nineteen different books. We're at seventies now. You're not even sixties. Yeah. That's we're now at seventies. Plus 70s. they're not that always was, right. When I, I don't mean like people that were in World War Two. <laughs> I mean people that it's just like you hit a point as a white man That's true. where when you become sixty, you just immediately it's like they just mail you a kit. And you become incredibly fascinated by World War II. Well, it was like the last war where we didn't do anything wrong, arguably, <laughs> or at least we were in the right. Well, compared like, to the way the Russians were in this movie, definitely not. Yeah. yeah. All right, so you're going to keep this one out of the blockbuster. Gonna, I appreciate that. Yeah, no, I can't. I appreciate but that. But I did like the movie. Yeah. But I would not stream but it. But as a, in terms of our simple pass-fail mechanism here, no. you're going to give it a, a, a don't stream it. If it wasn't that simple, but because you've given me no options, I hear you. I can't let it pass through. All right, there yeah. you have it. Um, we're going to hit you with a clip, and we'll be back with a spoiler-laden discussion. Autumn 1942. Europe lies crushed beneath the Nazi jackboot. The German Third Reich is at the height of its power. Hitler's armies are charging through the heart of the Soviet Union towards the oil fields of Asia. One last obstacle remains. A city on the Volga where the fate of the world is being decided. Stalingrad. All right. This was, yeah, can we think of any other movies from the Russian perspective? Um, At all? Any Russian perspective? There's a good reason why there's not, because there's no good guys in this movie. When you put it to the Russian perspective, everyone's a bad guy. Well, what about, what, what about well, what no, about no, no. The, this is the thing is is that like the Russian side is ridiculous like historically the Ru- I mean it literally is one of these things where it's like the figures are like are like you know England lost England lost 1.5 million people in the war and America lost 1.4 and France lost 3 million people and there were 8 million you know there were 6 million Jews that died 12 to 14 million people from yeah. the Russian side died yeah but it is just such a staggeringly 11 million high were killed by the Russians I was gonna say yeah 11 <laughs> I mean like, they weren't <laughs> the good guys in the beginning they set the movie and I literally didn't know who the good guy was like who whom who's who's the Nazis because they're both evil yeah but here's my argument with that is that while none of the sides are like innocent I'll say that individual characters are protagonists I think Vasily Jude Law's character the main dude the sniper he's a good guy he's yeah, a protagonist yeah but so was the Hitler but, guy but however he's <laughs> yeah. he was nice he was equally like well, no. caring before he oh I can't get spoilers yet before that no, 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 you can no, say, you we're can good get, we're past oh, before he kills that kid he was sweet to him he's like I gave you chocolate I wanted to not kill you he's not the Hitler guy you're talking about Ed Harris's character yeah, the, 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 the the protagonist sniper yeah the sniper the other the, 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 the bad, bad sniper. sniper but he was a good guy too no, he wasn't. He just he lived was, by a code of... Uh, well, no, no, no. no. He was a Nazi. He was a nice Nazi. Well, no, this is the thing is, is that because, like, I will say this, is that, like, there's there there are a lot of really weird conflated things within World War II, like, history between mm-hmm. German army and Nazis. Because, like, like, Nazis, what we think of as Nazis, which was uh, mostly is, like, SS officers. Yeah. Those are the people that are horrendously awful. In all honesty, like there's a lot of people that fought for Germany on the front lines in France or against Russia who came home and then found out what happened to the Jews, like had no clue any of it was happening because they were on the front lines for years. And then they found out what happened to the Jews and they were like, I can't believe that this ever happened to like to my country. 
because they were yeah. fighting for like an idea of Germany that was not kill all the Jews. It was like I'm fighting for my homeland in the same kind of way that like America would fight for like it's like oh I'm fighting for prosperity and all these things and then you find out that's like actually back home we're like rounding up a bunch of people and murdering them. I hear you, but I don't know if I saw any of those characters in this movie. But any what German I, soldiers? Like I don't well, no, see but Ed Harris's character finding out. Like but what wait, I would doing mean, what to the Jews? You know, I feel like Ed Harris, if he had fucked the chick in the movie, been the same person as Jude Law. It was the same. <laughs> it was the well, same <laughs> character. <laughs> it was the same. Well, no, character. it's just no. that yeah, it's he just, was just that more evolved Jude Law. Not a, no. Difference. His like I I found that like like that character. Ed he, Harris's character. Ed Harris's character. Coney had. Like, he had a lot of, like, redeemable qualities of a soldier. It's just that, like, in all honesty, like, my opinion on this movie is a bit like, yeah, this is what being a soldier is a lot like. Yeah. Like, the most unrealistic thing to me in this entire movie is the relationship that he has, like, the romantic relationship that he has. Wait, do you mean the, the overall relationship, or do you mean that sex scene? Because we had a lot of problems with that sex scene. I mean, like, the overall, the yes, but the overall relationship. Uh-huh. Like, like, that's one of the things that I feel like is just, like, like every, like, there's certain movies that just crowbar in and this is a love story. Yeah. yeah. And this is just one of them. Uh-huh. And it's like like I'm so That 20 thankful. minutes you wanted to cut, that was all her. Yeah. All her scenes, all and her I'm dialogue. So, Get it out of like, there. Like in all honesty, it's like I'm so thankful whenever I do watch a movie that is like Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. Like they do not what try to strong there was a arm. Love scene. The love in that. But they don't Tom try Hanks to and Matt Damon. That was they, real <laughs> love right there. It's almost the exact same but sex they, scene. But they don't <laughs> they don't try to strong arm in a a love relationship in that. Like, if you watch all of Band of Brothers, there's no, like, love interest that they try to cram into all that stuff. You get, like, a letter. Someone reads yeah. a letter out loud. It's like somebody reads a letter. And it's and just to remind you that they have a whole life back yeah, at home. Yeah, and they all have a whole life back home. And there's so many different movies that movies and, uh, and television shows and stuff like that that manage to, like, portray different things of war without needing to make it, like, into, like, this deep love story that also exists within it yeah because the reality is is like that's not what would have happened you know what would have happened like, i don't think that's what it would have happened what at would all. have happened is when vasili first goes out with his crew of like three other guys and two of them are clearly having a relationship they kiss you remember uh it was like the first time we see yeah. ed, ha- ed uh oh, yeah. koenig yeah, and he snipes that guy who looks very asian he's very asian looks, looks very asian a russian asian. an asian russian I and he gets so. popped in the dome. That would be the relationship. Technically, all of Russia is Asia. All right. Yeah, just that's pointing you it got out. me on a He's just been banned from the podcast, and I'm just a guest. <laughs> <laughs> just got banned <laughs> that quickly. That's what the relationship with, like. It's wartime. It's still you know you're literally, literally your city's in shambles, and at times they do a very good job of representing that, and at other times I'm like, I'm like this little kid just runs across town every day and helps the Germans, and no one thinks. I hate that kid. Hated that. What kid. was it, Sasha? I hated him. Why did you hate him? I just didn't like him. He Snitch one. <laughs> <laughs> he was like a double agent. And he's a bad one. He's a kid, and he's playing this game like he's a tough kid. And when he, you know, you feel bad when kids, you know. But I didn't. Did feel you anything. have a moment where he got shot and you were like, "Good." We got hung. The yeah, kid hung. He got or, hung. Yeah, whatever. And I was just like, "No, that's a big." <laughs> no, like, no, I know he got, got hung up. I just couldn't remember if. He yeah, got I was like, you know what? That's you know, you, you got your chocolates and your big piece of like whatever that meat was like 
What was it? Pre- yeah, that ju- looked like a prosciutto. Of, that looked like a huge piece of bacon that hadn't been cut in a strip. Yeah, it looked like some good stuff. So it's like, you know, <laughs> yeah. a little fatty. You know, but it's World War II. You can't you can't be picking and choosing. I just didn't like him. I'll say this: maybe if uh, maybe if uh, Jude Law's character and I, c- I can't stand this actress, Rachel Wise, Tanya. Uh huh. If Tanya and Vasily hadn't been spooning, maybe they would have saw Ed Harris walking this kid to his death <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and gotten a clean <laughs> shot at him and saved the day, and we could knocked another twenty yeah, minutes off this really movie. Chance to uh, yeah, that would have been a lot easier. Why do they all have like? They're, they, they're Russian and and German, and the only accents you hear remotely are German. There's a couple people that give the German accent, yeah. but no one else even cares at all. They just do the generic European accent, which is kind of like a l- very light British accent. Yeah, but it's like you're Russian. I I'm mean, a, everybody everybody in the movie is British. That's what. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't even, like, they didn't even try They're either the British accent. or American. Yeah, what I read is that everybody in the film just spoke in their native accent like didn't put anything on that's what i yeah. read except for your boy ron perlman who i loved hellboy yeah yeah i loved him i he loved his character too quick. And they, we get like 15 minutes of him i thought yeah. he was gonna be like a lead not a lead but like you know a strong second for the rest yeah. of the film yeah and they killed him off and I, that was upsetting yeah I, I did him. like the sets. I did like the sets a lot. Like the oh the yeah, visuals. that's where all the money. I, I thought mean, it was cool, and I thought the shooting was cool. What did we say? Like when people got their heads, million. Yeah, when their you heads know what was blown. you know what was really interesting was was that uh, I looked into it, and they didn't actually build a lot of the sets. They actually just did it in the bombed out areas really? of Stalingrad. Like they like there's a lot of those areas that Still were never rebuilt. Like yeah, a lot of those areas were never rebuilt. And they just put a bunch and of And so they just I'm, t- I'm totally fucking with you. Uh, <laughs> I'm just oh lying. Oh my god. I was <laughs> like I was like I read that they did a lot of work. Where did Steven read this? Oh my. I thought it was miniature. No. But I thought it was done great. Uh, some of it probably was. Some of it did look miniature. But I thought it was great. Some of it the some opening of it, scene. Yeah, some of it was probably miniature that was uh that was like com- composited in. Yeah, I thought they the did. The early 2000s had a lot of that where where they built things in miniature and then mm-hmm. uh then only like th- they shot plate shots. It was of like the Batman one, and, and then like used better done. the plate shots yeah. to where they would like carve things out. It's kind of I mean it's the same thing they did with like Star Wars and stuff like I that. I know it's what like you the mean original with the, with the thing. Batman. I feel thing. like it was like Batman one done better. Those yeah. look a little, some of the backgrounds like when they were uh, that first beach scene kind of. Uh, you could tell at certain points the background almost just looks like a smoky painting. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Which isn't bad. Yeah. Like, it doesn't... No. I'd rather have that than, like, a bad CGI. No, they were using, like, After Effects 3 on that. Yeah, because so a bad CGI is going to take me right out of yeah. it, where a smoky painting-looking thing at least gives it atmosphere, well, you know? and in all honesty, like, I think that it's it always amazes me how good a 3D model will look. Like or or a matte painting, okay. will look of something. Yeah, because like when you look at the original Star Wars stuff, or when you look at like, like if you rewatch the um, the White House blowing up in Independence Day, it looks absolutely amazing. Yeah, like it's still to this day. They they it was a miniature. Yeah, they so built it. It was like effects, high, it was practical film. effects, but it was right. like it was the size of like this table. Yeah, and it was like incredibly intricately built like i i don't think that they did all of the inside but but painstaking detail they not only painstaking detail of the outside but they also did painstaking detail of like a lot of rooms that were like on the outer edges of it mm-hmm. so that when it blew up it looked like there were rooms inside oh, okay, it it didn't yeah. just look hollow Seen sticks of furniture and stuff flying and out. so there's like little bits of furniture and stuff like that that are flying out i and actually they heard they put little so people in things. there yeah they were alive 
They genetically modified they tiny people. They, they genetically uh, modified tiny people. Well, <laughs> once they get to one t- less Ant-Man than if if you're if you're under uh, less than one tenth of uh-huh. like the size of, of a grown person, you're not a person anymore. They don't count you. And huge tax break. Please. No. No. no, the government will give you money for killing tiny tenth of size. Oh, killing people. them? Yes. No, no, no. You get a great tax break. These for tenth of them. size people didn't. All right. Yeah, this is nothing. <laughs> I just thought the visuals. They don't were, matter. Especially <laughs> no, in 2001, I felt like yeah. I don't know what type of movies to compare it to, but I enjoyed. I liked the. Ki- I thought the killings were very well done. And I got it. You got to give your hats off to Netflix. Like the crispness on. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. No, I'm dead serious. Like oh. the the movie looks crisp. It looks good. Whenever I'm streaming something on Netflix, I'm always like. How good is it going to look? Your your internet connection is better than my internet connection, and we live in the same house. I watched it on the television. Because I watched it on my laptop, and it was just like this grainy... Choppy. Not choppy. <laughs> not it wasn't choppy. It manages to not do that, but the green on it was pretty heavy. When did you watch it? Yesterday. Like what time of day? I don't remember. I don't know. I watched it on the TV, though, and it looked great. Especially the opening scene with the wolf, I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna enjoy this movie if it looks this good the whole yeah, way through." Okay. I don't think they should have cut out the girl. I don't mind the. I, don't, I think if you're cutting out, yeah, but 20 Tanya minutes, wasn't like. But then it's just all the same. So much nothing happens. Well, no, that's the mm. that's I I, I yeah, will say this. I know. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's the thing is, is that yeah. it's that's like the life of being a sniper. Is that the hilarious thing is, is that every single, I feel like every. Every dude that I know, like if you talk to them and you were like, and you were like, oh man, if you were in the military, what would you be? And they're like, I'd be a sniper. Everyone wants to be a sniper. Everybody would want to be a sniper. And literally, what that means is, is like, is like, if you were gonna do anything in the military, what would you want to do? And they're like, be as far away from yeah. death yeah. as physically dude, possible. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would like to be as far away from any bullets hitting me as I could. Dude, in Jarhead, when he's like finally. Set up. Uh, it looks like an airport, but he's set up in a tower, and he's got his target like yeah. way far away. And they're about to make the shot, and he gets the call that "Don't worry about the shot. We're about to bomb the place." And he's just like, "But like, can I? Can I just? I've done nothing for the past six days. Yeah. Set up this shot <laughs> and wait for this shot, and now I have it. Can I have it? It'll make no difference." The guy's like, "No." Yeah. Yeah, I get. You know what? The more we talk about this movie, the less I like it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was a good movie. Um, I didn't like any of the interactions. Well, I didn't no, like and. Uh, sorry. I'm gonna I'm gonna interject because there's an interesting interject. thing. Uh, or or it's a it's I don't know whether it's true or not. Mm-hmm. Is that uh the the entire beginning section when they're at uh, the Battle of Stalingrad and they give one person a gun and they give the other person a clip yes. and then they make them run behind it and it's this moment where you're like, oh my gosh, they are terrible. Yeah, like they're that just, just goes to show their biggest people. resources, their numbers, and that's why they wind up with fourteen yes. million dead. I mean, they're shooting themselves in the water and things like that when they're trying to retreat, instead of being like, "Oh, we lost you." Yeah. What if they kill them? In their mentality, in their heads, are going, "This will show these other guys they better fight." And it's well, like, no, no and you're terrifying like, children. Like that's actually the the funny thing about that is, is that it's like they're that's a that's a normal thing. Shooting deserters. Yes. Like, like yeah, we. This is the thing: is is that. Uh, they you like there are barrier that's troops. A, yeah like barrier troops yeah. is a very normal thing that like only in modern warfare did we really like stop doing. It's only like post World War One mm-hmm. that like battles really stopped having that type of thing. Just real quick, because I only learned about it right before we started, because I was reading up on it. What are how would you describe barrier troops? I mean. Barrier troops are essentially a barrier that is set up at the back of the battlefield so that it the more people experienced, yes, combatants, yeah, soldiers. and well, and also just like like 
uh, a lot of the time it would be like people that are protecting the generals and stuff like that, depending uh-huh. on what kind of like battle scenario you're in. Yeah. Uh, and they set up a barrier line and then everybody is fighting in front and it's to stop people from from running away from your own troops deserting and running away because they're frightened by battle that's in front of them. And that's like that tactic of using that is actually like a pretty normal thing that used to happen because yeah. because the other thing is is that um until World War 1 like battles didn't last a very long time. Like you, literally it was like most of like the historic battles or of whatever they lasted for like an hour and a half. Because if you think about like and especially in the movie Especially, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good point. But especially if you think of like no back in ba- back in a time before guns, where it's mostly just sh- swords and shields, it's like no matter how like tough and fit and everything you are, like like ten or fifteen swings of sh- sword and shield in, like you're winded. Yeah. And it, so it becomes one of those moments where it's like, where it's like those kind of battles where it's like Spartans fighting against whatever is that it's like that stuff lasted like 15 to 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Like everybody was dead pretty quick. And it wasn't until World War One that you started having these like, like, like just like endless Long battles drawn of out anything. Even, even like the Battle of Waterloo and stuff like that with Napoleon and that era, it only lasted like, like two days. Like it didn't last like months and months. I hear, and what, you, I hear months. what you're saying about the barrier troops, but like it seems it's just excessive they, even for that type of. Well, uh, no, and group. this was this was the thing is is that they didn't there there had never been to my knowledge there had never been barrier troops in this kind of way okay, at yeah. this scale with this amount of ability to kill your own troops. Yeah, they had better weapons than they had. Yeah. They send the guns out with one gun, <laughs> every other person, yeah. and they run back and they have an automatic machine Yeah, like gun they've got an automatic these guys machine gun. are firing gun. Tommy gun rounds <laughs> at just, planes flying like, by. Yeah, we'd rather use these on And you they're like, guys. but we can only get one gun but per two people. Apparently, because I've got uh, I've got a friend back in Chicago that does uh, World War II reenacting, uh-huh. and he does Russian side specifically uh, because it's... Cold in Chicago. No, it's like yeah. five times cheaper to buy the stuff because they made so oh many. Oh my god! How they made so many uniforms that, that yeah. it's so much cheaper than than doing anything else. Uh, because it's just way easier to buy. I bet you can get those Jew jackets real cheap. And wow! <laughs> <laughs> wow! Did you say Jude or Jew? Scott is laughing. I just want that. I they can't see you smiling and oh, laughing you inwardly. Jude. You said Jew jackets? No, Jew jackets. Oh, I think you said Jew. That's just said there's a lot of them. That's just awful. Um, that's pretty bad. That's unacceptable. Podcast Sorry. is over. Sorry. Yeah, podcast over. You're being our off first podcast Jew now. on the mic, and we oh do this. Uh, but, Sorry, Scott. But this is what I like. The apparently, according to him, they because uh, I talked about this years ago was that they didn't actually do that. They didn't do the thing where they gave the guy one gun and a clip and a clip and a clip to the guy behind him. That that never happened. That that was just like lore of mm-hmm. like what happened at the Battle of Stalingrad because things were so bad and that it just became something that was like it was one of those things that was like passed by word of mouth like like after because it was so bloody. Cuz the idea of that and is there so were bad. So too. many people that were dead and there were so many people who were found like without weapons and stuff like that afterwards that it just like got around as being that it was like oh yeah they sent people out with a gun and a clip and then one the guy behind him was supposed to take his clip when he died that it just became like a word of mouth like thing and it wasn't actually real 
Um, I don't know whether that's true or not, but it really changes. But your buddy says it wasn't, right? My I mean, buddy he, said he, my buddy said it. that it wasn't. He's really into it. I don't know whether he's right. Uh, it's not like he, he was like, movie. here's the history book that shows. Um, but that was like that really to me like it paints. If they didn't do that, it paints a really different picture of that battle. To me. Because if like they didn't include that piece of potential lore, you're saying. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the other thing is is that it's like even with like, oh, how terrible the barrier troops were and everything like that, is that it's like well, if if every if everybody was given a gun and then you're watching them run into battle and then you're watching them get killed if they run away, you're at least going like, Well, yeah, you have to go to battle. Right. But like when you don't give everyone a gun and there are people running away, you're like, well, obviously I'm on the side of the guy who didn't get a gun. Yeah. yeah. And so like it kind of like taints the entire moment in that movie of like where you're like, wow, the Russian military is real bad. Yeah. Like they are really, really bad to all of their soldiers. Yeah, they're still really bad for me. And well, no, and don't get me wrong. Bad. They're, all st- they're still terrible when they're, yeah, they're shooting pretty people. Bad. With or without a gun, I'm like, you don't shoot your own people. I mean, most uh, American movies you just don't see that. You don't see the guys like running back and getting shot by their own. Well, guy. Americans aren't cowards. Yeah, that's true. We never. Run yeah, away. we don't run away. We dirty, run right dirty into it. Ruskies. Yeah, we don't. That was a thing in the beginning. I didn't. You would never even go to war. <laughs> Me, I, I wouldn't even cut off a toe, dude. I'd yeah. be in Canada. I'd be, <laughs> I'd be out. Be a deserter. Uh, I, I, have I hate the name of this movie, Enemy at the Gates. I understand there is some Why? historical relevance to it. Because I kept thinking Enemy of the State with Will Smith. That was my <laughs> issue. Honestly, I thought I'd seen a Will Smith movie. You're like, where's Gene Hackman? <laughs> I just oh, I forgot Hackman was in that film. Oh, yeah. Enemy of the Gates became like almost like the phrase just for Nazis because they'd be, they were invading everywhere yeah. and they were showing up. So Enemy of the Gates was just like, yeah, they're here. But there was, I don't know, there's something about that name. It's just, I get it. I get it. It's like they're trying to get into Russia. They're trying to invade Russia. They got to go through Stalingrad kind of. The enemy is at the gates. But... I, I don't like the name. I really don't have anything else to add from that part. Yeah. But I would have rather it been called something else. Snipe this. Perfect. <laughs> Only if snipe this too. Sniper. If they, see, if they had snipe this, then I, I would really need Jude Law's character to be played by Wesley Snipes. Yeah, or, you know, uh, snipe who's talking now. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I think that, like, like I think that for, for like, him to make a cool sniper movie like it's not bad there's some cool stuff like when they do the entire like uh the jumping across yeah like the oven thing and like like, yeah like when Perlman gets hit and it's like it's the first guy who's jumping that gets hit is that it's like that's a very tense and interesting like kind of fun scene that you don't see in a lot of war movies because a lot of war movies are very much like I'm on the front lines. Super kind of heavy stuff. handed. Yeah. yeah, they're really and there heavy are moments handed. of like lightness. Yeah, there is some lightness, know? and and so it's really um, like there's a lot of moments in it that I think are really good. It's just that like as an established whole, like as a movie, I just don't. I might change my mind about this movie. I might too. Oh, look at you two cowards! <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold on. Yeah, we've been here's doing nothing thing. but trashing this movie. What do we no, like about it? I did, I didn't dislike the movie. I just thought it was too long. It was yeah. definitely too long. You sang twenty. I might even go half hour. And if you took out that love scene, you'd have no. Can we talk about the love scene? 
Yeah, sex was disturbing. It didn't look she was enjoying it. it At first, I thought she wasn't a virgin. Like, oh, she's not a virgin. It's going in so quickly and things like that. But then she looked like she was in pain the whole time. She looked like it was in, she was mean, and it was long. It was long. It was a lot. Was a lot of this is weird. guys, guys. This is what I will point out. Okay, point it out. Sex in 1942 was never good for women. This mm-hmm. is my guess. This is my guess. I don't know for yeah, sure. Yes. I'm not gonna say it was never good for women. First but like of all. when we're like like it was in 1942, it, it was <laughs> in 1942. It was very much like when we're done, you're done. Yeah, and there was no like I'm gonna make <laughs> the women feel good about this yeah. entire thing. I know the angle you're going for, and I'm sorry, but it's irrelevant in this situation. <laughs> well, hold on. It's First irrelevant off, in this how situation. How you will not let me get my joke in? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> What is it? We the got whole it. thing got was it. a joke. That was what oh, I was saying. I can't believe good. you. All right. I'm sorry. I, I thought it was the fine. angle was all wrong. He couldn't have possibly gotten it in there. First off, his head no, was that's, way above hers. That's a huge problem, actually, with a lot of in different movie, movie sex. Yeah. Is that it's like, like the angle at which you like they people have sex in movies. Sometimes yeah. you're like, you're like, what? Weird penis, do you yep. have? That's why growing That's up, like all of us three thought, feet yeah, long. Every one of us thought the vagina was located about four inches lower than the <laughs> belly button. Yeah, <laughs> facing <laughs> outward. I this is your story. The first time I had finger girl, I just. Kind of punched her in her stomach a little bit, that, and that's not even a joke. I just went like and she said, "Ow!" And I was like, "Oh, it's not there." She's like, "No, it's way lower." I'm like, "Yeah." So, why was she making those faces? She it was looked so uncomfortable. She didn't look like she was enjoying it at all. She looked like she wanted him to stop, and for a minute, it looked like he was just telling her, "Like, shut up! I don't care. I'm almost done." It was. Do you think so do you dirty? Think that, and the do you think that what happened was? Do you think that what happened was was that she was making a bunch of like really like like sexy sexual like this is going really well faces and then like all the stuff that they took for the cut was stuff where like Jude Law was like repositioning himself for the camera and it was really uncomfortable for her oh, you're on and my the elbow. director and the director who was english was like i've never seen a woman that's been so happy during sex no yeah. women look like this during <laughs> sex they look like this. Yes, when when he's rearranging and she's got that face on her where she's just really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. That's what women look like when they're having sex. I know from all my sexual encounters. Oh, Rachel <laughs> Wise. It could be that. I just feel like it was smelly sex also. Like nothing about that era felt like Holocaust it wasn't sex. disgusting. Yeah, it felt none like of none of that dirty. era like we've mentioned this on the podcast many times is that there Living are various the there are various eras and different things where just everything was just must have been sweaty, uncomfortable. And that uncomfortable train in the beginning, how awful. bad it must have smelled. Like, yeah. well, yeah. and everybody has to. It's like it's like when you watch movies like this, it does get back to this place where it's like everyone was required to wear like nine layers of wool. Yeah, that like they never changed in every scenario, no matter how hot it was. <laughs> I wonder if you wear wool long enough and you sweat on it long enough, though, if it gets, like, matted and down and, like, smooth and it doesn't make you itch anymore. <laughs> if we have any really old fans of the podcast, <laughs> feel free to tweet at us. we got to wrap up in a minute, but uh, did you guys feel bad for the friend, for the, uh, for the uh, reporter guy? No. The political officer? No. Oh, the guy um, who eventually basically sacrificed himself. I don't even think it was much of a sacrifice. It was Here's more the like thing. he just wanted to it was like death by cop. He almost. turned his back and made try to make Jude Law's character seem like a bad guy after he saw them kissing, but it did nothing. Yeah. He wrote Dana, this terrible Dana article about him. Dan Law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was his name. He wrote I this just didn't even write it down, I think, because I didn't like him. But I wrote down Ron <laughs> Perlman. Wrote down Ron Perlman. 
parentheses Hellboy. Yeah, he yeah. he made, he wrote the at the end he gets magazines for making out with him, so he gets y- this big. Yeah, article. He tries to smear the. He smear tries him. to smear him. It does no point. And they don't extrapolate on that. Yeah, it's did like, it work? Did it not work? He he's just, just like write this as we're getting bombed. It's not gonna be sent out anyway. And then I'm gonna give my life for him so he can kill the guy. It made no sense. Like why is he? You know, it was just like I mean he was able to say like oh even with I socialism mean, he made that comment on socialism being bullshit. Yeah, that was the point or comment whatever they were. And then uh, he's like, even if we're equal, we still are going to be envious. Yeah, that was an interesting point. Yeah, I guess that's the I only like point that point. You know, it's a nice up. way of shitting on socialism, communism. Yeah. I appreciate that, but... What'd you think? I mean, I I like... I get it. It's, like, fine. <laughs> but honestly, like, I would have had... Like, I would have enjoyed his sacrifice more if, like, what it had been was just, like... Oh, Jude Law like doesn't want to be a piece of propaganda anymore, and he gets really angry about the fact that like the killing that he is having to do and the things that he's being forced to do for the Russian army are really like like they're weighing on him terribly because he's having to kill all of these other humans. Maybe he sees the hanging kid. He sees. He the never hanging, even noticed the kid. Yeah. He sees the hanging kid and like can't just like. Like, the loss that not only his own country, but the other side and humanity is having is so crushing on him that he doesn't want to be a political tool of communism anymore. And the two of them have a falling out. And then Danilov decides at the end of the movie, like, realizes that, like, that he's right. That, Mm -hmm. like that even communism isn't going to work for everybody because he's not they're not going to be equal and they're going to have these problems that are going on so he sacrifices himself for his friend to end this section of like that chapter of this guy's war against this other guy that thing that i just made up in like 60 seconds is a better movie well, than this let's relax, okay. it's a better angle to go like it's like in that well thing. but just in the but more even that like, was about t- 20 minutes too long so that yeah. would be like 20 minutes too long but it at least would have this angle to it where it's like like this is my problem with this movie that i feel like there are other world war ii movies that touch on really really well is that like this guy stares through a scope and shoots people's heads off over and over and over. Seems to have no and problem sleeping at night. never affected by it. Yeah. His yeah. biggest problem. I don't see any problem, character development. His biggest problem in the entire thing with all of the mass murder that he is committing on behalf of a government, his biggest problem in the entire thing is that this lady he's in love with, he's not near enough. I'm changing my mind. Like, that's uh, the biggest problem to me with the love story angle of this movie is that it's, like, there's a really, like, much larger issue yeah. that he his character should have been dealing with and just never dealt with. Yeah, they don't, they don't go into all. that at all. Yeah, he just... Yeah, none of that. He's a, he's a celebrity killer, and he's yeah. just like, I'm fine with that. Yeah. All right, let's wrap this up. Wrap I'm, gonna up. Ju- I'm changing my mind. You can't yeah. change. Can't you allowed to do that? Is that how yeah. we're allowed? We're allowed, we're allowed to change it at how the end. How often do you have a change? Not that often. We've had like four. We had like four or five. Oh wow! In like, like four. How many so officially changed? And I'm listening again. It's not a bad movie, and there's parts of this movie I really enjoyed. But what was its Rotten Tomatoes? It was high. It was high. Too high, if you ask me. No, actually, it wasn't that high. I'm thinking of the gift, which we just saw today. Yeah, <laughs> also too high. No, Rotten Tomatoes. I think was good, not great. Good. Good, not good. great. That's the better accent than anyone did that. Movie. But I'm changing my mind. <laughs> um, it's just. I'd rather watch uh, probably Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. Although it was an interesting take. It is interesting to see how the Russians, you know, that whole situation. But hard for me to care about Jude Law's character, about 
Rachel Wise's character. I cared a lot about Ron Perlman. And yeah, I like did, Ron Perlman. And I cared a lot about Ed Harris. I did, I did, I did like him I a did, lot. I did. Ed Harris, Harris was fantastic. I thought film. he would have. I wanted him to win. Look, but as a all, pass fail, no, I'm saying all no. I'm, all I'm gonna say with my pass fail thing is that you guys just you love the Nazi <laughs> in this movie. You hate the Allied. You hate the people that were on the Allied side, yeah, but you love the got, Nazis. He had more heart and more character than Nazis. Koenig got into it because his kid got. I'm shot gonna on make. The front I'm lines. gonna make a movie poster. I'm gonna make a movie poster of this movie that just says that just says my name's Dennis Rooney and I love the Nazis. You know, Quote the Dennis Nazi, Rooney. not all the, but the Nazis were the trying. The Nazi. But the thing about these Nazis, the one I'm even, talking about, they, the Nazi. they the were Nazi. announcing, come over to our side. Oh, well, that's okay. psychological. Game. I don't care yeah. what it is. It was nice. It they was weren't, nice they weren't <laughs> shooting their, their people in the back as they were running back. They're saying, come here. We won't shoot you. Other Russians are like, you come back here. We're going to shoot you. Are this you going to change your this mind? This is the most hilarious. No, I'm sticking with it. No. This is the most hilarious like, like Jewish moment for you to have where it's like, they were inviting us to the other side. They were asking Asking us to come over. Listen, it was very nice was, gesture of them. I don't think I would. I don't think I would have liked to tell be a part you. of it. I go German over Russian any day. <laughs> I know you'd be the little kid. Look you'd at current defect. times. You look at current times. Who you like more? You'd defect like <laughs> like South <laughs> Germans. Like more? Germans way more than the Russians right now. All right, I'm gonna give it a don't stream it. I'm gonna change my mind. It's a good I'm gonna, movie. I'm, I'm gonna stick it. with. I'm gonna stick with stream it, but it's gonna be from the end that I had before, which is like, yeah. if you like war movies, then like, yeah, it's fine. Scotty, still don't stream it. Stay, yeah, you know you can say if you look. Like we knew movies, you weren't going to change your mind. Yeah, no, yeah. I wasn't going to change it. But go to the sex scene. Watch yeah, go that. to the sex scene on YouTube or something because it's weird. Interesting. Um, okay. For next uh, week, what do we got? We're skipping KC because he wasn't skipping here. Skipping KC because he wasn't uh. here. Uh, we are going to do uh, seeking a friend for the end of the world. Is that with Steve Carell? It's with Steve Carell and um, Kira Knightley. Yeah. All right. Cool. No, uh, not Tina Fey. Oh, it's Kira Knightley. You know, close enough. So uh, check that out for next week. We'll be back on Wednesday. Go to flicksbookclub.com. Leave us a comment. Did you agree with us? What did you think? A lot of people like this movie. A lot. Everyone I talk to. So if you have uh, something to add, add. And get us at us on Twitter at flicksbookclub.com. And we'll see you guys next week. Say goodbye. Bye. Goodbye.